In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Well, I guess it's official. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey is on daily. I really wasn't sure about this at the start. But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. I like that. I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and even Thursday. New podcasts. Daily. I like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case... The hotel room. When I think about things I podcast about, I want to podcast. It's cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But most of the stuff I'm going to post is going to be raw stuff like this. Because it's just who I am. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. That's right, folks. Me, good old Garth, doing a podcast. <laughs> Could you believe it? Could you believe it? I can. I'd like to congratulate. <laughs> I'd like to congratulate Ryan Bailey <laughs> for going daily. Hey, you guys! It's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. It is uh, Wednesday night. This is your Thursday episode, and let me catch catch you guys all up to speed. Uh, if there's new listeners, you probably just wondered what the hell did you listen to. Uh, Get ready for that feeling a lot if you continue to listen. Um, That is Garth Brooks, and there is a very important video on this podcast. I don't know if you guys have ever heard or seen it. I really, the visual is is so frightening. It's like um, like what you would see on a Dateline um, NBC with Keith Morrison. It'd be like, you know, (laughs) a stranger in a small town makes a videotape about him wanting to go on Facebook for the first time. And it's, it's just, it's Garth Brooks, you guys. Oh, so, so anyways, I play this a lot on the podcast. So if you're new to the, the show, this is a little inside baseball, but I think there's still enjoyment. So picture, and I want to I just make sure everybody just is still well aware of this. I love Garth Brooks. He is everything I want to be and can never be. His earnestness and his passion 
This man is treating Facebook like, so this is the first time he ever went on Facebook. He is treating it like it is the only thing in his career. And I then went on a Garth Brooks, like just deep dive the last year. And I watched his Netflix special. I've watched concerts. I've had listeners send me t-shirts and a hat. And I just, it, he, did you know, did you see? He played the inauguration, you guys. Yeah. Like, I've never been contacted more in my life. Like, I can now, I love that my, I have somehow managed to, to like suck some of his light, his, his shine off. And I had a bunch of people think of me when Garth came out of the, the inauguration. And I love him. He was all, and he was all just all shucks. He's like, Lady Gaga, thank you to Lady Gaga. She, uh, her people did my hair back there. My hair was all a muss. And he's just so, he was a Republican, but he was like, I got to step across the aisle because that's what I do. I'm Garth. And it was really nice and he fucking he's he 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 sang and he's just i i don't even know any of his songs no i do no i actually oh my god you guys know this he did okay i'm gonna save that for another episode that's actually another episode but this is it's just can well let's listen to it one more time shall we just will you will you will you go there with me and and just Everybody, this is more of a fun, light episode. Bill and Becky Bailey make their triumphant return to the podcast. They are my parents. They have been married 50 years. Um, so you will get to meet them. And, uh, you know, you guys know them. But for new listeners, I have my parents on um, every week, usually. And it's kind of like, it's it's like, it's... <sighs> it's, it's like a peek inside. It, it's, it's your guys' phone calls with your parents. That's how I imagine it is, except it's like a hair dirtier because I get like all cocky with the mic on, you know, like I would never say any of this stuff to my mom without like today. I uh, You'll hear it. It, it, it. I need the mic. If I don't have the mic there, it, it's and the thing is, I've told you guys, like I have some of the best conversations with my dad on the podcast. Like when we're in person we're together, we're pretty quiet and silent and we're kind of, you know, we're both funny guys, but we're not like outwardly funny at home. We're just like, we just lay there and we have really great conversations and, you know, you sense a real love between all of us. And uh, this podcast is, has really been able to highlight that. It, it has been a real uh, joy of mine to discover how fucking cool my parents are in their own way. I mean, they're nerds too, but that's kind of cool you know, as you get older, you realize like, that's kind of cool too, you know? Um, so you'll hear them. They do a nice little 30 minute section. And then after that, uh, I told you guys earlier about this week, but I'm finally going to put it in, uh, Sophia Jimenez from Mixology Clothing, uh, at Shop Mixology. She comes on. What I want to do every week is like bring on somebody that I just barely know from the internet and want to know more about. And she had been going back and forth with me. And I, I believe she lives in Chicago now with her boyfriend. And she's just really cool. And she's young. And she has style, which is, you know, I don't have style. So it was interesting to talk to somebody with style. And it's one of those people that I'm always know, like, I know I don't have style. But then when I see like, I follow her on Instagram, and I see that she has style. Like I'm I'm not that much of a lost cause where I, I can recognize when other people have style. And she has it. And she was talking about her shop. And I was like cool and she said she'd offer a discount code to my listeners i said cool so we'll do all that stuff and it's just like a really normal conversation i think it's just great to have on uh in the background while you work or while you drive or or whatever and i think we're gonna do some real housewives of new jersey taglines today and that's it folks 
That will be the first week of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey Daily. Um, if if uh, these, like I said earlier in the week, if it's too much for you, I know this is a lot, and these are a little bit longer than I'm planning on them being in the future, but save them all up for Saturday. Listen to them then. These don't have an expiration date. I mean, this is classic comedy, you guys. This is, this is classic. I mean, I started off with another Garth Brooks bit. That's... That's priceless, right? You can't get enough of that. Oh my God, you guys! Also, did you? I watched Salt Lake and OC reunion, and I'll uh, I do OC recaps on my Patreon with my friend Emily Clayton, who is a genius, and um, and then of course I'll talk about Salt Lake next week with a great guest that you you guys will love. I think a lot of you guys will know the person, um, but uh, fucking, I mean, it's. Like, I know the people didn't watch OC or watching the reunions and like, oh, it's a pretty good reunion. Yeah, it, I guess it is if you're just coming to this like new and fresh. But I sat through all like 13 or 14 episodes. So I'm coming in like just like I'm coming in like finishing a marathon and I feel like I'm going to die. And then I have to hear Kelly and Bronwyn just like try to like yell for the spotlight. And that shit you guys Bronwyn did. Like, so I, I, I think, God, I'm getting, I think I talked about this this week already, but you know, it's just, Kelly never takes responsibility for anything. And I know there's a lot of Kelly fans out there. Yeah. I, I, if, if I didn't know about Kelly's social media, I would probably be a fan of Kelly Dodd. In fact, uh, you can hear on the Patreon, I start getting really disappointed in myself because I started agreeing with Kelly Dodd towards the end. And it just really infuriated me. Oh, I talked uh, yesterday about that with Ray Sani, who, God, you guys, if you didn't listen to that, go listen to that now. She is a fucking genius. Oh, my God. To have a brain like that? Whoa. Blew me away. It was just, it's like... It's like listening to like a jazz player, but it's just like thoughts about my favorite shows. I was just like, woo. Like there were times I just like was just in just listening, like with a smile on my face. But anyways, Kelly Dodd, it's like everybody wants that that hit of fame that social media gives you. I mean, I'm even guilty of that at times. You know, it feels good. It feels good at times. Uh, I would lie and I would be lying if I said it didn't. It can also feel really, really really horrible when you get somebody upset at you or when they don't get the joke or think you're stupid or unfollow you. There's so much pain uh, involved with social media. So it's like one of the trickiest things that you don't need a license for, you know? We need a license to drive a car, but anybody can work a fucking iPhone and that's true danger. I mean, we are so comfortable with saying anything these days, but yeah, I mean, it's like, it's fun when people like your shit, but then it's like equally miserable when they don't. And when they, you know, they, people just feel free to say whatever these days, which, you know, that's the name of the game and I, I benefit from it. But, but Kelly, you know, all these housewives want that as well. They want the social media. They want the social media brand deals, but Kelly always ends up shooting herself in the foot. And then tonight she said she was black, which I guess she's like 4% black from 23. She called it 23 in me, 23 and me. Uh, Elizabeth Vargas let her know, let us know she was bisexual. Oh my God. This moment I do want to talk about with you guys is Bronwyn. So, so no, everybody was surprised about the bisexual and Bronwyn goes, I knew I, um, I tried to kiss her, um, when I first met her and I'm like, what record? And like, by the way, that moment kind of just passes, and I'm like, Andy, what the fuck? Like, to me, that is a record-scratch DJ moment of, like, 
all goes silent. Like, uh, Bronwyn, could you tell me a little bit more about uh, the time you tried to kiss Bron- uh, uh, kiss Elizabeth? Because the way we saw Bronwyn at the beginning of the season, she had just stopped drinking. So are we saying that Bronwyn tried to kiss Elizabeth sober? Was that on their trip they just took? Like, when was this? Why weren't the cameras there? And uh, and Elizabeth said she didn't uh, kiss her back because uh, she was married to Sean with seven kids. And Sean, I mean, that's like, Sean needs to just get in the witness protection program. There's no way he's able to break from her. She's got such a strong hold on him. And it's like one of those things. It's, it, it's, it's uh, you know, he's, you know, she's, he, you know, she's his captor. She, you know, it's like Stockholm syndrome with that guy. And he just seems like a genuinely good guy. And you're going to see, I think a lot of stories probably planted about him, probably for Bronwyn about like that. He, uh, you know, the reasons why Sean isn't as good of a guy, because that's kind of the universal truth that everybody's like, oh, he kind of seems like a dork and, you know, a good guy. And they admit in this one, you guys, that she admits that, yeah, I've never been attracted to Sean. That would fucking crush me. And, he, you know, she's like, he's like, yeah, we're best friends. And, you know, we have this family together and stuff. But to know each one of those kids were created out of not passion or, um, uh, you know, him having to get her drunk or her having to drink enough to get attracted to him or bringing another female in the bedroom. And I know they're like, quote unquote, you know, redefining marriage. But it is one of those things that just like I keep thinking about because I'm like, it would crush me. And I'm like, if we're defining marriage is just like a best friend that, you know, that doesn't have sex and stuff like that, like, shit, I'm married to like 50 people right now, then, you know, I mean, if that's the definition of like true, their true love story, my God, it's just one of those things. There's like 30 more questions I have to ask. But at the same time, I don't need them to keep getting spotlight. Like, I'm like, I could probably I could, I could go to I could go to bed not having to know the answers to these questions, you know? I don't know. So uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of OC? Um, the, the the people that watch it, I know a lot of people really like the reunion. I thought that's cool. Oh, that's the other thing too, is that, you know what's, and I think I, I think I said this earlier this week, but what's great about these shows, and I really want to make this clear too, is I have a very strong opinion, but it is just my opinion. That's what's so great. We can all have our own opinions. Like, I can secretly think, well, my opinion is right, but you can think yours is right, too. Like, there's room for flipping everybody in this, you know? And that's what I like. Like, I was talking to Ray yesterday, and she made a, uh, what was it, a statement about somebody. Oh, about uh, Sharif and Jen Shaw from Salt Lake City. And, uh, you know, I was kind of championing uh, Coach Sharif, and she made a couple points where, like, you really have to, not me, but, like, you know, you really have to look about that. of Like, he doesn't call her for four days, and that's just because he's mad? Like, grow up. And it really kind of made me think. And I'm like, that's what I love, too, is that we can have strong opinions, but if we listen, you can change your opinions, too. Like, we're not, like, locked in. It's not like we're voting in some kind of weird Bravo election, you know? So, uh, I don't know. So, anyways, uh, that really that all came from, hey, guys, it's Garth. <laughs> they just get, hey, I'm back, you guys. It's official. <laughs> It's official. I'm back. <laughs> if you guys have any Garth Brooks clips that you want me to make fun of, please send them to me. I want to live in that guy's head and voice. And it's like not even really his voice, but it can, I guess it's official. We're on Facebook. 
It makes me so happy when I hear that clip because, oh, I just, I, you know what someday I'm going to do? I'm going to reenact it. I'm going to like sit with, uh, I'm going to sit. And the thing is, this guy's fucking like, this is the height of his fame. You'd think he's like, he's probably in some suite and it, with like 10 bedrooms. It looks like he's in a corner with a fucking like lamp, just like weirdly thrown like across his face. Like he's like in like goosebumps or some scary shit. And he's like, I guess it's official. <laughs> I'm a murderer. <laughs> I guess it's official. I kill people in my base. I guess it's official. I do have friends in low places in the ground. <laughs> but, he's, but like, this isn't my head. It's like, that's the fucking man Garth Brooks. Sorry, I'm cussing so much today, Mom. Um, that's the kind of guy Garth Brooks is, is that if he tackles Facebook, he's tackling Facebook. He's going to post cool stuff, slick stuff, funny stuff, thoughtful stuff. Because that's just who I am. And that's, but, but the creepy thing about that video too is that he does these inflections like that of like that, um, cause that's just who I am. Like he, he's trying to be, I swear to God, he's trying to be 10% sexy and it reads, he's just like, Hey, I'm the guy your mom warned you about. I got a sensitive side, but I could hurt you. Yeah. You like that? I actually just creep myself. I just creep myself out. Oh, but also that I always think about that too, of like, I think also like he's not, it's not like a selfie. I don't think he's holding the camera. If he is, it's just like really weird. But like, is, who's, who's filming it? Is it like a roadie? Is it like, Hey, Hey, Ray, Ray, Randy, come here, Ray, Randy. Oh, Hey, Randy. I won't get on Facebook. Randy, Randy, what do you think of Facebook? Uh, I like it, Garth. Huh? I could do that. I could do the Twatter. Uh, what do we think of uh, fleets? Yeah, you, you heard of fleets on Twatter? Um, okay, Instagram. Ah, Garth, I can't do. Garth's not. Garth's not made for Instagram. I bet he calls himself Garth a lot. Oh, Garth, don't like that. Garth is a little hungry right now. Randy, Randy, what if I said cool stuff and slick stuff? Would you think that'd be cool? <laughs> well, Randy, let me tell you what I want to do. I want to get online. And connect myself with as many people as possible. I want to share my world with them, Randy. Well, yeah, I guess you could, um, yeah, just get on Facebook. It's real easy. Uh, you just put in your name right here. Oh, Garth, G-A-R-T-H, uh, capital B-R-O-O-K-A. Oh, it just, okay, now I got a Facebook. Okay, mail. <laughs> That's right, Randy. High five me. Okay, nope, no problem, no worries. Mail, uh, born in 1964, I'm guessing there, okay. Uh, Tennessee, that's my home, Tennessee. I think, I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay, so interest. Hmm, I gotta tell you, Randy, I'm interested in everything. That's right. Old Garth wants to know everything about everybody. You know, when I was growing up, my pappy, my pappy senior Garth, he uh, sat me on his lap and said, hey, Garth, and he would just kind of rock me, and I'd be like, Daddy, no, Daddy, it hurts me. <laughs> Daddy, I, I'm getting vertigo, Daddy, help me. Go, Garth, you could rock me. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know this isn't funny. I know this isn't funny. 
Okay, okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I know this up. You know those things that just make you laugh, and I know it, I can't. It's hard to explain. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i forgot to mention i want to congratulate jojo siwa um she came out um uh she came out as uh as liking females and well she says she doesn't want to put a definition on it but she's the happiest she's ever been and it's fuck that's really flipping cool i mean like good for her and i wanted to bring up an embarrassing story that i've told a lot of you guys as well last december my friend lived uh, like three doors down from Jojo and it was just in a random, random neighborhood, like just a, not even a fancy neighborhood. And my buddy Andrew would be like, yeah, uh, we live a couple doors down from Jojo Siwa and it's like, she's got a bunch of decorations and she has a car with her face on it. And I was like, no way. And I was like, can I see it? <laughs> like that was my first thought of like, I have to go to there. And that's kind of like, I realize that's weird for a grown man to want to do that. But like, I, at this point, I've just got to lean in to all of these things that I, you know, I'm just going to let my soul guide the way. Uh, right now I'm even looking at my Jojo Siwa sticker book. If you guys join Patreon, I'll send you stickers. And by the way, all my baddies out there on my Patreon, if you didn't get a holiday card, uh, just send me a message on Patreon. I'll send you out a holiday card still. And I'll even include some of these fancy Jojo Siwa stickers. This is a beautiful sticker book. Um, I got it has 295 sticker auto stickers. Um, yeah, I mean, Jojo is just, it, she cracks me up, but now I'm like, wow, some of these kids have the strength of like, I mean, what is she 16, 17? Like I didn't have that kind of strength at that age. Like, good for her coming out for, like, such a large audience. And it seems like everybody is nice, you know, and she seems like a nice person. So, but, so I went there, you guys, and we had to, uh, we had to put um, my uh, my friend's kids, we had to act like we were playing with them, which is just so sad. We're like, let me act like we're giving you guys attention. And we had to, like, wheel them in a, in a wagon past the uh, the house to get pictures of it. And then it was like, go, go. And I like, ran in front of like the Jojo Siwa mobile, which is kind of like the Batmobile, except it's pink and looks like glitter threw up on it. And there's, you can see pictures. I have pictures that I've posted on my Instagram of just me with thumbs up. And she has one car that's like the, it says Jojo Siwa. And then another car with her face like a thousand times. And I got to tell you, like, I would do that. Like not with, I don't love my face, but I would do it. Like I would do like the Bailey mobile or I would do like a so bad it's good mobile. I used to, I saw my friend this the other day. I used to own a Chevy Corsica, a white Chevy Corsica. And it was a piece of shit. Like it drove well, but it was a piece of shit. And by the end of that car, it was like, I had bungee cords, like the trunk in like to the bumper to keep the trunk closed. Cause the trunk wouldn't shut. Uh, the, the windows wouldn't roll down. It was like a mess by the end, but my dream was to, like paint flames on it. You know, those like race cars with like the fancy flames. I was like, wouldn't that be flipping stupid funny if like you saw a beat up Corsica, but it had like professionally painted flames. Ha. <sighs> That would be really cool. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that would have just really helped the dating stuff even more. Um, oh, and the other thing before I get to my parents, I wanted to say this real quick. I forgot when I talked to Ariana on Monday, I forgot to tell you guys the first time I met Ariana and Tom. And I think I might have told this on like one of the first podcasts I did. But it, this 
this was the first, this was, God, now it's like five years ago or something. This show had been on for a couple seasons. And my friend uh, Molly, or my friend my friend at the time, Molly McAleer, um, she, uh, she was nice enough to invite me to Tom's birthday party. But I thought it was just like an actual birthday party. Like, I thought I didn't I didn't think it would be on camera or something. I was like, oh, cool. You got invited to their birthday party. I'd freak out to go to that. Yeah. And we had a drink uh, like about a mile away. And then we decided to walk to uh, the place where it was at. And we get there and like I'm like in a sports jacket. I, I, dress, I dress really nice. And <clears throat> we um, we get there and they make us sign releases because we're going to be on camera. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like what? And. It's at that moment when, you know, like, as you guys know, I'm a sweater. And, um, you know, when you go from outside to inside, your body temperature just like jacks up immediately because you're just out of like kind of the cool air and then you go into an actual room. And then if you on top of that, if you find out you're going to meet the cast of Vanderpump Rules, uh, your body just turns to straight water. I got so nerd like in the span of the door to the second door that led you into the the room. I was soaked. Like, I was soaked. I soaked through not only my button-up shirt, but my sports coat. And I get in there, and immediately, it's Ariana, Tom, Brandy Goldman, and uh, they used to do The People's Couch, and they have a podcast. I forgot the other lady's name. And I was like, Molly, 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 I am sweating, sweating, sweating so bad. And she was like, what? And she started laughing, and... She's like, this guy's nervous. He's sweating. And I go, oh my God. And I go into the bathroom and I start like taking paper towels and I'm trying to like wipe my, like wipe my body down. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I just like, the more you think about it, the more you start sweating. And I'm like, how do I still have water in my body? This is insane. And so then I go back in and like Molly's like chatting it up and, uh, uh, Ariana's friend Meredith, who I, I became friends with was there. And so what I did was that I went and I like, I hid at the corner of the bar and there was like these there was like a stack of um tablecloths that were there obviously upon the table and i i knelt like at the corner of the bar where and i hid and i grabbed the tablecloth and i was like dousing my face with it to try to get like the water off and like there is a and it was like if i it turned out fine and fun and um, it, but, but I will say there is a picture that I should show you guys where it's like me, Molly, Ariana, and Tom. And I am literally like, we're all standing up, but I'm leaning over because Tom kept putting his hand on my back and I didn't want him to feel how wet my sports jacket was. So you can see I'm basically kneeling in the shot just to get his hand away from my back. And it was when he had that, like, remember when he had the long hair that was kind of like in a like he was trying to make a little ponytail or something but that was the first night I, I met Jax Kristen Jax was on one I saw a couple things that I, I shouldn't say on but you know it, it was just crazy like it was it, it was just a wild uh, it was why DJ James Kennedy wasn't there he was DJing that night somewhere else uh, I did a shot of Jägermeister with Stasi that's on video there and you can actually see uh, Katie walk in the background and kind of give a dirty look like there's a f film of it and just Katie just kind of randomly goes by and just shoots a dirty look really like, like in a millisecond um, but it was like a crazy night I just remember like that's how I feel in situations like I get nervous and my body is just like 
literally expresses itself. Um, so I needed to tell you guys. I needed to tell you guys that. Uh, if you're loving the podcast, please go rate it on Apple Podcasts. Uh, five stars. If you uh, want to email me, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Somebody emailed me today to say they love the pod, love the Ray interview, and they asked for one of the songs that I played, and I sent that to him, and that was cool. And and uh, I'm trying to chip away at all my emails and DMs and all that stuff. It's just really cool that anybody wants to talk to me at all. So yes, I appreciate that, and I also appreciate Bill and Becky Bailey, my parents. Uh, this is the first conversation they've had with me in 2021 for the podcast. And it's, uh, I think it's a really fun slice of life. I think you're going to love it as always. Uh, I'll talk to you on the other side. So what? What? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> a weak mind, too. His mind went. <laughs> uh, they say it causes confusion. So anyway, yeah. you are an erectile dysfunction. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you've had COVID for years now. Um, yeah. So you guys, welcome back to the show. It's been like a month and a half or a something. While. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. And we and we just started daily episodes this week, so this is your your first time in the daily episodes, and a lot of people asked where you were already. What's, what's a, what do you mean daily? I'm, I know daily means daily, but yeah, what do you mean? yeah. well, you know, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> you, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we we really got to start from scratch here. Okay, so uh, yeah. No, uh, I mean no. So every day there's a podcast release. So I used to do these like five hour long podcasts, right, and now yeah, they'll yeah. be like an hour, an hour and a half every day. Oh, cool. So you know, there's like interviews, pop culture things, reality show stuff, you guys, uh, that kind of stuff. So like Monday through Thursday, everybody will have a new episode. Oh, cool. And that'll be better on your voice too. Sure. Yeah. Um, so the cool thing I was trying to I was going to tell the audience about is what you guys uh, got me for Christmas. Which what? <laughs> you uh you guys got me COVID. You got COVID, you assholes. <laughs> hey, it was my present too. Yeah, by the way, there is a rumor going around, Mom, that you gave us COVID so you could trap us. Oh whoa. You... No way. That came from 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 we don't know what. <laughs> Jeez. Uh want another hit? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, it was, I mean, you, uh, it, it was, it really did. We, we had a good couple of days before the, the COVID took oh, hold. Yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a really good time and we did exactly what they told us not to do. And we gathered, we were, we were the bad boys. Yeah. We gathered with Kara and, and, uh, her, ex, we, so we had about nine of us all together and we right. all got it. We all and got two it. of them had traveled on an airplane. So who knows? But who knows? And then but, I had, I had lunch. Three weeks before that, with a guy who had COVID, was in the hospital for twelve days. But, but how would it? But how would it? How would it? How how did it hit so fast? I don't That's know. That's what I want to know. All nine of us so fast. You would have thought it would have been staggered. Yeah, like I mean, like it like it was pretty immediate. And I thought I was just hung over, hung over from Christmas Eve. But it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so we really were like kind of like for two weeks just down. Yeah, Whoa, no, it was yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It, it uh, I mean, literally, it was something that it, it kicked my ass and yours too. Yeah. And you had just said it was the best Christmas Eve ever. And then, whoa. That well, was the COVID. 
Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was it affects the brain too. But I, I yeah. you could I mean, but I, I lost my taste and smell and I still don't have my smell back. Oh, Kara's getting a little bit of taste. Um, she's still not back as well as you are, but um, I don't think she smells either, but she said that's fine with <laughs> uh, her. Yeah, Knowing the Horrocks, her. <laughs> that's with her. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I'm pretty well. Other, I mean, the taste, smell, I'm, I'm good. The only thing is I still get very tired, very fatigued. Well, I got a, I got a, I had a, I still get like, like yesterday, I had a sick headache for a while. And uh, I got my physical yesterday. Well, I got well. It's telemedicine, so oh. it, it, so they I have to go to get blood work and all that. And they said, so say, how do they take your blood pressure and everything? Tell us. Well, she had me uh, put two fingers up my butt, and I felt my <laughs> felt for my prostate, so that felt good. And no, they um they they do that. I guess they have to send me paperwork to go get the blood work. Mm-hmm. And then they they I call a week later and they give me all the results for that. And then I got a uh, this is probably not fun for the audience. I got a referral for a skin doctor to check out my my Good. moles. Good. Yeah. Moles. Oh, OK. <laughs> so it's getting older. Yeah. But but the blood work will check out the prostate now. You don't have to do that. That. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to ask. That was my I, was, I thought. No, I shouldn't say that on this format. Yeah. No, we, we try to be yeah. real clean here. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, on Facebook, that girl from um, Pump, Pump Ariana. Or... Ariana, yeah. Yeah. What to say? That was really nice. That thing on Facebook. Yeah, she was. Uh, she she was the first guest on the pod, and it was it was. Yeah, she was she was just excellent and really great, and everybody's been really really nice and and. Uh, cool. But it was great, you know. This was supposed to start two weeks ago, but then the COVID kind of knocked me out, yeah. and right. uh, yeah, like I just haven't, you know, it was, it was really weird. Energy. Yeah, I mean, I used to, I was used to getting like five hours of sleep a night, and now I have to get like at least eight to kind of function, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's dad. Instead of sleeping twenty out of twenty four, he's probably <laughs> about. 15 out of 20. <laughs> Seriously, I still get extremely tired. Yeah, it's really hit him hard. But it sucks, though, because there was two. I mean, like, you just didn't feel like doing anything like that. that no, I mean, I, was, yep. I did and, not feel human at all, you know. I was I, cooking. Yeah, yeah Mom, was, Mom, you were like, I mean, really, that it really, I don't know if it goes to show how crazy you are, or just how strong women are, <laughs> that you were, you were, I mean, you really did everything. You really, like, stepped up, really you know. Good. Yeah, I was trying yeah, to help no. Kara's family feed them because Kara got hit pretty hard. You finally, you finally stepped up, Mom. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's, huh? it, it's times like these that make you realize your purpose, right? Well, you know, Ryan, I'm glad you were here because if you, if it was just me, forget me. Yeah, you would have, you would have died. You would have been I dead. Died. <laughs> Are you awake? <laughs> no, but Mom, you were sick too, and you really like you, you really took took the rain, you know. Well, I had it. You made me shower. Week. Yeah. It was like, give me those sheets. Yeah, but Get I didn't think she bed. should be in there washing your back. I, hey, I hey, leave her alone. I couldn't reach some of those areas. I couldn't I reach this. <laughs> no. But, you know, we. what's really weird, all nine of us got hit differently. Like, you and I got hit pretty hard. And, obviously, Linda, the mother-in-law, got hit real wow. hard. Being, and I was really afraid she may not make it. Well, she because uh, she went to the hospital twice. Right. Yeah, and then Mike had double pneumonia in his lungs, and Kara Kara was like mom. She really she had it, but she really took care of everybody. 
Chris was kind of like us, and the kids were okay, you know. So we all got hit, um, you know, pretty hard. Except uh, Linda got hit real hard. Well, and they and they went back, right? So they they are yeah, they, they were yes. here, they were here a month. Have you yeah. heard Have you heard anything about them now? Are they okay? They're doing good. I asked Chris this morning. Today was Donut Tuesday for the kids, so I asked him Chris this morning. He said, "No, they're doing fine." Well, you go to Dunkin' Donuts for the kids, right? No, I go to a local place, Bozes. Oh, uh, okay. I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Because Ben, Aff- ben Affleck, they keep taking pictures of him at Dunkin' Donuts That's with his big right. coffee. That's right. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very exciting. Um, yeah. <laughs> wait, so, I mean, did any of your did any of your friends get it? We have a, yes. you, I don't know if you remember, Brian and Mary, the tall guy who went over to their house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Michigan, he, uh, he got it. Are they blaming you guys for it? Or? No, no, oh, he, no he, we... he, he thinks he got it from his daughter-in-law over Christmas. and uh, But he said, like us, he was just real sleepy, real lethargic and everything. But um, his wife didn't get it. And then, then you know, my Bible study group? Yeah. Uh, there's like eight of us. Five of us got it. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And and when I told my primary care doc, uh, when I called in there and was talking to the office person, he said, well, how many of you got it? I said, nine. And he he, did, he goes, nine at the same time? I said, uh-huh. We were the poster child of what not to do. Yeah, I mean, but 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 at the same time, we weren't we weren't we out partying out. or we weren't out. We didn't go to any restaurants. It was literally just exactly what they said. It was just gathering of more than five people, and one of us had it. You know, because I went to the grocery store and sporadically, and then when we got it, we started ordering in groceries. Always masked up. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hey. We were wash out. You know, sanitizer. How many times did I? Hand- Soon as we would get back in the car, hand you the sanitizer. But it's weird to be a a, a statistic now. You know, we're one of them. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, well, that's the scary part is that you're like, okay, we got it. And I read so much about people that didn't have any kind of symptoms at all. And then I was like, I feel really bad. And there were a couple moments and, and of course, worried for you guys. But I was like. I really don't. You just never know. Like, I I was a smoker in the past. Like, what if my lungs don't? Tell me about it. I mean, that, that does no, get scary right. when you think about it, because you don't know what your body's going to do, no matter how young it is or, you know. Well, yeah, or how I, old. <laughs> well, I thought about it, too, because being 72 years old and I had malaria, and that never really leaves you. That's Wait, when did you have malaria? You. When I was in Vietnam. And then I had, uh, and then I was exposed to Agent Orange. Oh, yeah. So I was like, so. You might have, you might have started COVID, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is what does malaria feel like? Uh, malaria, pretty much like that. You get malaria just gets so tired. And I still get that, you know, when I go I get those phases here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just again it's like COVID. I mean, as far as I just really tired and lethargic and you know, you don't want to do much. And then the other interesting thing was that the three of us did not get fevers. Yeah. Yeah. But the six at Kara's house all had 101 to 103. They had high fevers. But, you know, this is interesting. This ought to make your ratings go really high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would know. I mean, well, that that's when I knew I really felt bad is that I had no uh, desire to document what was happening. Yeah. You know, like I, 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 like I didn't I didn't I didn't have a real good sense of humor about it, you know. 
No, no. No, you didn't go in uh, the kids' room where the mics were all set up and everything. You never even went. In well, no, room. on New Year's Eve, on New Year's <laughs> Eve, I did that live thing on Instagram and it wiped me oh, out. Yeah. Just like forty minutes of it just wiped me out. You know. What did you have? Four of those Trulies in different flavors, seeing if you. Well, could I was taste. trying to taste things, and then I will. You and, just opened them all up. <laughs> well, it was New Year's Eve, and but I mean, I didn't drink at all. I mean, it wasn't. No, uh, you didn't. You took a sip out of each one, I think. Well, Mom, you were having glasses of wine every night still with COVID. Well, that's what, right. I didn't. So what's lose your point? My case. Yeah. <laughs> I have good. Um, did you hear that there is a new president? I hear. Uh, did you see, did you watch any of the, uh, Garth Brooks performed? No, uh, no. there was a big, uh, how is everybody doing in the neighborhood with this? Whoa. Well, you know, we're mixed, you know, we, we have friends that are extreme Trump haters, extreme Trump haters who just like us, grandkids, you know, middle-class, all that just extreme, extreme. And they still are. And then we have friends that are very conservative and this is the end of America, blah, blah, blah. And there's people like mom and I, we're just, we're going to get by, you know, the whole bit. We're, we'll be We will survive. We'll survive. We've been through. Well, stuff. you guys are big uh, QAnon supporters and believers, right? Uh, what? QAnon. Uh, it's, it's QAnon's that Yay. group. That, QAnon's the group that Yay. thinks like like uh, Tom Hanks is a baby eater. Uh, it's like that that conspiracy group that like. It's is the, he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, mom, no, no. mom, mom hates Tom Hanks, so she would believe it. No, I do not. Mom, you told me you don't. Mom, you've told me multiple times. I don't believe it. I do not like Tom Hanks. You are correct. (laughs) I do not believe it is what I was saying no to. Oh, this was actually an interesting question. I had uh, somebody had asked me and I, I is that. okay? so I and this, I think, says a lot about me and probably where I'm at in my life. You didn't breastfeed me, right? Nope. No, I sure didn't. (laughs) Mom. Yeah, I was asking dad, mom. Jesus. Um, yeah, uh, yeah she let dad have his moment um okay and why it wasn't in vogue at the time oh you they it's not were, cool now i mean i don't think they it, were more into having your childbirth natural with this lamaze technique and that's all they preached we went to classes when and fortunately i had both of you without med- medication but on the other end, I'm a very nervous person, and I, unless I could tell you got eight ounces, I would freak out, wondering, well, how much? Oh, did that you get? wait. So that's why is because you didn't think I was going to get the correct amount if I was breastfeeding. I was thinking I would worry about it. That's one thing nice about being human; you can I'm rationalize it. I couldn't. I, could I, I didn't understand the whole process. If you could I do, mean, if you could do it all over again, would I be breastfed? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, that's huge. I think, I think that's a hint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe well, I'll be coming down soon yeah. then. And see. That would be I a great Instagram. Have... What'd you say? I, I said, said I only on left, remember. Oh, that was. Wow. Sort of wow. But but as the. No, no. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> sorry. How about sorry. Those... Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, wait, wait, so this is actually great news is, uh, you guys do believe in the vaccine and you have an appointment to get yes. vaccinated, correct? Yes. So how did and, that happen? Uh, well, we had to go on, on the, Again, online, 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 and I pushed it. I'm, I'm still, um, not quite clear on 
if they're saying 90 days, is Fauci saying that because he wants to have more vaccine available for people that have never had After COVID? After you had COVID, they said you should wait COVID, 90 days. COVID, yeah. Or if it really will affect anything, because they're not being real honest you, you about You can't believe it. anything about this. So yeah. I, I got the latest date. In, they were only open through February, the appointments. So I got the latest date in February I could. Now, if it comes out that, yes, you definitely have to wait 90 days, when March opens up, I'll reschedule to late March, and that'll be our 90 So we days. got February 24th. It's at 1030 at night at the Cardinal Stadium all the way over in Glendale. It's at 1030 at night? 1030 Some at night. Some of them are at 1, 2, oh, 3, yeah. 4. Those were all open. It's 24 hours. A.M. Wow. Well, I mean, I guess whatever it takes to get it done, which is good, but wow. So we'll go over there, and you know it's it's at the football stadium where the Cardinals play. So there's a lot of stuff there. So we'll probably go over a little early and have dinner. Yeah, and, you know that. Kind is of it stuff. is it uh, free? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go back 30 days later to get it, right? Yeah, well, I'm sure right. they'll set us up you, there. You so. have to get an email invitation to do that. But the the weird thing that's happening here is that people are taking other people in the car with them. And when they get there, they say, oh, can they get it too? And they go, oh, yeah, we had some cancellations. So they said it's kind of throwing things off. So um, it's, it's a learning. Well, they call it, um, uh, I read an article, they call it uh, vaccination chasers. And they yeah. will, they'll wait in, they'll wait out, like in Los Angeles, they'll wait hours in line in hopes of somebody yeah. not showing up at yeah. the last minute. Yep. Yeah. Well, here they just get in the car with whom, you know. Like, and one couple that we know, they didn't do it on purpose. They each had an appointment, but they were like a week apart. So the wife's was first, the husband went with the wife, and they said, we'll do both of them. And that is understandable because he had an appointment in a week. But then there was some poor lady in her 80s drove 200 miles from Yuma. And she said, I I want my vaccination. And they said, oh, okay. And they gave it to her. So now they've put it on the news. And I think we're going to see more of it. Damn Trump. Jeez, this guy can't. He's got to get out of there. No. Um, Did uh, Matt and Jessica already got their vaccination because somebody didn't take theirs? And they're I mean, they're like 38 years old and healthy. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. how. Yeah, I I don't know if they just drove. I I have no idea. It it is what it is. And and bless them. You know, anybody that can be. No, no, mom. No, fuck them. No, 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 no. I'm joking. Oh, no. There's a reason for that. And God put them in that plant, you know, path. So it's okay. Um, uh, so, any any news on Kara or the kids getting vaccinated? Or I'm not sure. No, they don't have any essential work type thing what? or essential workers. Um, yeah, the kids are back in school. Um, Addie went back finally. Oh, really? In person? Yeah, yeah, they started last week. And and they're still the parents. The parents are almost split fifty fifty here in. Uh, the Gilbert area. So it gets a little ugly week to week, but it's going forward. Now, no, is, is any, uh, any good school stories with, uh, watermelon or Addison? Huh. No, they just got, excuse me. They just got back. And so no, nothing really. Does, uh, watermelon still have <laughs> access to his technology or is he grounded or? Oh, no, he's good for this week. This <laughs> week. <laughs> but now last week is, it was cool. Is that, uh, Kara had to do some things. Yeah, because you know he's he's home studied Monday through Thursdays, yeah. and then in person on Friday. So mom and I 
were the teacher for him one day. I had history, and Mom had logic and math. math. Did, did you teach him how to smoke in the locker room area? That seemed logical. Well, he already knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, he me, then he offered me a, a joint, so I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he said he got it from you. Yeah, yeah, of course. He said I got it from Michael Rai Rai. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, any, uh, so no new uh, life questions from the kids at all? No, 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 no. No, they've been good. And they were, um, and they were really good over the shutdown. And with they, they told me a couple of stories about Nana and Papa H and everything, how tough it was because, you know, they old, old like us and everything, but they were away from home for a month. They were both very sick and they, they got a little grouchy and you got two families living together and, you know, and yeah. they, you got a little. It's like when you're here. You know? Well, I mean, it is funny to be, I mean, well, no, I mean, it is, it is funny to be, no, I mean, I'm still a, a, you know, it's funny you take like, it's like, I'm still a kid in my head, but in the real, like I'm a grown man. And all of a sudden you got, you go into those kind of archetypes of like, oh, I'm a kid again at my parents' house, you know? Yeah. yeah but that's just the way you feel about it. By the way, I had to burn all the sheets and the mattress <laughs> pads and everything after you left. <laughs> well, I mean, no, cause I spilled, I spilled a pin on there. Right. Yeah, but no, uh, you're always welcome here. Of course, thank it's you. Your home. Thank you. Exactly. Um, your family. <laughs> they, I like that you're trying to convince me now, Mom. Um, uh, so, what is uh, 2020? What breastfeed you though? No, I know that's that's when it really counted. Um, so, 2021. Is there oh. anything you're looking forward to? Like, when will you? What is? What are you looking forward to in 2021? I guess. Well, we, we're looking forward to getting our money back from an Africa trip. And then we're looking forward to going to Africa and just Africa traveling again. What's up, Eddie? They just uh, canceled all travel U.S. Africa. Yeah, so. Well, so, I mean, yeah. there's no movement on getting your money back. It's been like over a year now, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no movement. Um, yeah. I've still got to contact them. I again. still think we'll get it back. It's just whatever. They just won't answer us other than to say th- the email will say, thank you for your patience. Yeah, but I mean, but I miss traveling, and you know, who knows? Like Grandma, who knows when they're going to open up again? You know, and uh, you know, I talk to her just about daily, and uh, David keeps her supplied with wine. Now he takes her hard boiled eggs. Does she and think she loves? He loves the hard boiled eggs. <laughs> does he peel them for her? Oh yeah, yes. he does it all and he yes. drops it off. Okay, yes. good. He, he opens the wine. Yeah, we get screwed. Tap. He gets screwed. Yeah, screw tops. And he peels the eggs, and then uh, we just sent her a bunch of stuff. Oh, but this is really funny. We kept we sent her this big box at on December tenth of yeah. clothing, Christmas, Christmas, and they were all wrapped all in you know gift bags and boxed up with wrapping paper. All you know, nice cheerful Christmas stuff with a nice card. Right. We kept saying, "Did you get it? Did you get it? No, 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 no." So about a week, it was. I think it was like the day after you left, she calls dad and said, oh, thank you for my Christmas presents. Here it had been sitting in her room. She thought it was an empty box. <laughs> and the aide said, let's open up this box. And she said, what for? It's empty. And the lady said, no, it's never been opened. <laughs> and so we were all worried about where is this box? Well, what is she, 90, 97 years old now? You'll be 97 next month. Yep. March yeah, next 4th. March 4th or 24th. I can't even imagine. Jeez. No, no, no. Just still drinking the wine like crazy. And 
David I, just took over six bottles the other day. I and wonder how long that lasts, sir. Later, she said she didn't have it, but we, we, we were quite certain she does. She just forgets. She forgets, yeah. and hides. then she also hides that we think that apartment is full of wine bottles. <laughs> yeah, she, you know, she thinks everybody steals from her. Yeah. And like the other day, I asked her about it. Well, I'm almost out of Jack Daniels because somebody's drinking it. Well, that's somebody's you, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what are you guys watching now? Anything besides Big Bang Theory? Well, Mom's been into Virgin River and Sweet Magnolia. Virgin River? What are you watching? Yeah, but it's only was two seasons, and now I'm now I have to wait. Oh, for it. you guys like those olden times thing? Everybody keeps talking about this Bridgerton on Netflix. The yeah, what? I Bridgerton? saw that. Bridgerton. It's like a, like a, yeah. like a horny uh, like olden times thing. I don't know. They're all making yeah, out, and I, I, I don't. Not, that one didn't appeal to me, but um, yeah. oh, and guess what? I'm watching. I, I think that you need to be watching it too. Call your mom. Call your oh, the sitcom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and I gotta get. I gotta give you guys my HBO Max password. Oh, cool. Ooh, yeah, because yeah. remember, uh, Go ahead they, and give it to us now. Yeah. So yeah. Can... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm ready. Because they have also... all the big. Ba- oh, and I. Yeah, what was that? No, I'm. I'm going back in times. I started watching. The Simpsons from season one, episode one. Wow, and that was the that was the you wouldn't let me and Kara watch it because you said it was disrespectful to our parents. Well, that was mom. Mom made me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you said you said they <laughs> they say eat my shorts to their parents, and that was like, and that you were weirdly firm on that. Well, that was weird back. It was, it, it was different times back then. <laughs> parents had control back then. But <laughs> and Connor couldn't watch it till this year. No, last year. Why well, anyway? Well, yeah. Connor still watches all. Connor's going through all those Simpsons still, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Now he has. Yeah, it, it was probably last year, but yeah. When you're having fun. But no, so not much. You know me. I'm, I'm mainly reading. So yeah. Me too. I've read a ton of books. Well, uh, you guys have had another triumphant appearance. Uh, hopefully, you'll be willing to come back on next week since you have now your your own daily. You I thought you were daily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you only get one you only get one of the days you, you. sorry no, yeah no, it's fun we always enjoy this and yeah everything. we do oh great um uh real, just so you know Jax is considering uh moving uh out of california because he says it's Ooh. ridiculous what's going on here and i think he must have he must have read that somewhere and he's putting that out yeah. there because uh, it is that, that is the other thing I meant to say is that when when I was in Arizona, it was crazy how everything was open and nothing is open here. They just they gave uh, I guess they're allowed to open as of Friday, but no restaurants and all that stuff. You cannot do outdoor dining, indoor dining. You're, can't you're, get you're your, kidding. It, they posted it yesterday that he did open up outdoor dining. Well, that but just yesterday. So now it's on Friday is the first day back. Got it. So they can have outdoor dining starting Friday, correct? Yeah, but it's like freezing and raining. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Here, too. Well, yeah, it's been really nice change. But like last week, which is nice, the restaurants are still open, but with the distancing. But last week, we went out with two other couples for lunch at that Slate restaurant where we're going to a trilogy, the golf course. Yeah. We went but we were before. outside. Yeah, but we, uh, it was a very nice time. It was three couples. We sat outside, and it was very nice. But, I mean, do you guys... Are you guys flaunting it? Do you even wear masks anymore? Oh yeah, oh, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, because we can still carry it, I guess, and give There's it to people. New variants out now, and they don't think the vaccine is very effective against these new ones. So where are we no, at we now? Sure were. We well, that's the, the, the lack Shit. of information. The, 
I don't get how I know states are in charge of their own thing, but the the differences between state to state is really confusing. And I'll I'll be on my Instagram and I'll see everybody like partying in Florida and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, the life is life is so different here. Now we won't go in groups. We other than we went with two other couples, but I mean, but we don't go. We don't visit. I don't even go down to Charlie's for martinis anymore. And there's this Sistine Chapel exhibit we want to go see, and we were originally I said, oh, let's get about you know, three other couples and we'll go down and have, go see the exhibit and then go to dinner and come and when it's like, nope, just dad and I'll go. And this is put like probably a real crimp on the key parties and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you, know, wait, 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 mom. Do you know what key party is? You know, that's an old, that's old, an old, old one. That's old. What, wait, wait, mom. What is a key party? Mom, what's a key party? Change keys. Oh, wow. You Okay, wow, you did the know. The reason no, you, I know, wait a minute, this uh-oh, is fun. Uh-oh, Because you participated. Yeah, because you used to do it? That's how we, no, that's how we met. <laughs> I had a group in-house, you know, uh, I was like, I'm Mandra Hotel. hotel, yeah. Large, large group. And we had this big ice carving with their logo in it and stuff, but there was something, and I can't remember what it was, that they forgot to put on the ice carving. So you know how you have those little slide things for keys like a credit card type yeah. thing keys nowadays so i said okay we're gonna have everybody come up here and we'll put all of those in there and then tell them they can grab them. mom <laughs> i the, thought i thought the story was gonna be about a big idea. orgy or something yeah he just loved that idea because <laughs> well you really couldn't tell we blanked out all the keys and had new ones all made but uh but it was we it was based on the theory of the key party okay well that's uh they were fun you yeah see, you know, <laughs> um well i will uh i will uh talk to you guys next week and uh uh we're glad to have you i'm glad to have you back well i'm glad that you're glad dad (laughs) no 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 this is cool i always enjoy this we do we do okay well i love you guys i'm listeners love you okay bye everybody be cool don't hate thanks to all your listeners don't hate Bill and Becky Bailey's triumphant return to the podcast. Aren't they? uh, They're just great. Anyways, moving right along. We got a couple more things for you. Real Housewives of New Jersey season 11 is coming at us in February, which is just right around the corner. Oh, my God. We've been in a year of this shit already. Um, Now I'm just having memories of like, oh, remember last March when I was in my bedroom? Like, I can't wait to start doing that. Like a year ago. Can't believe I was in my bedroom, you know. April, May. Anyways, uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey taglines. Now, taglines are, you know, it's like a part of the roadmap as a Housewives fan. They let us know pretty much kind of what the focus is or what the characters are going to learn that season. It's a little hint, if you will. Like Shannon Bedore's this season on Orange County was, I've closed one Bedore and opened another because she was starting a new life, you know? And I would love it if I, I made a joke today, I think, of a post where I was just like, wouldn't it just be great if there was like, hi, I'm Jennifer Aiden. Hi, I'm Teresa Giudice. 
hi, I'm Dolores. Like, that's what I wish the taglines would just be like, hey, world, it's me, Samantha. Samantha's not even a character. But, um, okay, so let's listen to these together, and then I'll talk about it on the flip side. And uh, these, are the ta- these are the actual taglines. This is the actual opening for season 11, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Whoever says money can't buy happiness clearly doesn't have my credit limit. I may be cut from a different cloth, but it's top quality fabric. I renovate, elevate, and sometimes I instigate. I can tell you're green with envy. And honey, green is not your color. I'm loyal and I'm lovable, but don't you dare call me gullible. They say it's never too late to start over. I'm still green. I say starting over never tasted so good. Okay, so what do we think? What do we think? Uh, you know, it's an opening. We've seen so many of these things. And I got to tell you, only in the last couple of years have I really started to appreciate the openings. Like, I still watch uh, Real Housewives of Dallas. Like, I was watching Real Housewives of Dallas last week. And I swear to God, you need to listen to Deandra's because it sounds like somebody else is completely doing it. All of a sudden, it's like, hey, how you doing, everybody? It, it makes no sense at all. Um but I do kind of like it when, because it's like kind of like this nice little before we get in the show. I used to just fast forward through them, but now I kind of, as I grow older, I'm slowing down, you know. So let's see. Let's go over these. Um, so let's do the big cheese. Teresa Giudici, Giudice. Hers is, they say it's never too late to start over. I say starting over never tasted so good. So... There's some weirdness here. What do we got? Okay, so we say, of course, the the main thing is Teresa is divorced from Joe. She's going to start dating again. That's the obvious, right? That's what we get. So the taste so good, never tasted so good. Is that because she, you know, she did all the cookbooks and stuff like that? Or like, is she also saying, is she saying like, like tasting her body? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because in the preview they have the one scene with the vibrator, like she's selling a vibrator and she buys it for, you know, Hey ladies, I got you a vibrator. You know, is it, is it like that? Is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it like sexual or is it just never tasted so good because she's a, a cookbook chef? So I don't know. So we don't know, but we know starting over it and it's going great for her, obviously, you know, or at least that's what she wants us to think. Okay. The next one, Margaret Josephs and Margaret looks great. She's got a new, looks like she had a lot of work done, but it looks, you know, I think it looks good. She goes, I renovate, elevate, and sometimes instigate. Now we could, uh, this could be home renovation. She could be flipping houses or she might mean renovating her actual self, her actual body and face. Uh, and sometimes instigate, she does, you know, we had the Daniel Staub fight, you know, she threw her, the, the husband in the pool a couple seasons ago. So we got that with her. Um, okay. Melissa Gorga, I can tell you're green with envy and honey green is not your color. I love the, and honey and sweetie. And toots, green is not your color. So green, I think that's the color of money, of course. So Envy is her shop, her clothing store. So is her clothing store taking off this season? That would be weird after like five years if it finally took off. Like New Jersey fashion, I mean, you got posh, and I'm assuming like the Gap and Old Navy and stuff, but it's... And Envy. Maybe Envy is is overtaking Posh. New Jersey fashion is just, it's such a mystery to me. And even after all these years of watching New Jersey Housewives, I still don't really 
to me, it only seems like they have posh in that town. And I'm like, where do the guys shop, you know? Uh, so, yeah, it looks like her business is doing good. And, of course, we had that last year with um, Joey Gorga. Like, you know, Joey, you got to step up more with the kids. You know, oh, come on, Melissa. Um, okay, Dolores. Dolores is very busty in her picture for this. Um, they did, like, Instagram photos for each one of these ladies. And, she, you know. Uh, and by the way, Frank Catania, who I think still lives with her, he had a bad accident. So I'm wondering if they'll be showing his rehab at all for this. Hers is, I'm loyal and I'm lovable, but don't you dare call me gullible. So, I I mean, I guess if we're going to take this seriously, she doesn't like to be called gullible. And gullible is somebody that, you know, will go along with anything that you can convince or talk into anything. So that seems to be... I think that's going to be like an overarching uh, theme for her all, all season is that like, no, 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 no. I'm not going along with you, Missy. Dolores is her own lady. I bet we hear, I bet you guys, I bet we hear that exact line from her this season. Dolores Catania is her own lady. And then she smacks somebody, you know, uh, or not. Um, but yeah, so I'm loyal. So she's saying I'm a great person. But don't walk on my back, sweetie. That's what she's saying. Do not take me for a fool. So obviously, we're probably going to see her act like a fool. A couple of those things. <laughs> yeah. And this is uh, Jennifer Aiden, one of uh, a fan favorite. Um, Jennifer's is whoever says money can't buy happiness clearly doesn't have my credit limit. Do you like how I'm throwing a little attitude in there? Clearly doesn't have my credit limit. Um that's you know i guess her big thing is that she's rich again you know i i would say to jennifer is like clearly you gotta get a new storyline baby um yeah that doesn't do anything for me i feel like there's always one that you want like there's always one castmate that you're like god you could do so much better you didn't i don't like this one you know uh it's only because i like her uh, okay, so this next one, Jackie Goldschneider. Um, I may be cut from a different cloth. I may be cut from a different cloth, but it's top quality fabric. I may be cut from a different cloth, but it's top quality fabric, baby. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, maybe she's selling Etsy stuff. I don't know. I, you know, it, it, it seems like another clothing reference. Maybe she's in some kind of clothing war with Melissa Gorga from Envy. And, or maybe she's, you know, running a sweatshop that, you know, has little kids cutting high quality fabric. I don't know. But those, those are the taglines. Um, so, you know, it's exciting. It's a part of the circle of a housewife's life is we get the tagline. So it's a big moment for us. Um, Season 11 of The Real Housewives of New Jersey premieres February 17th at 9 p.m. So very excited. I cannot wait. I'm sure I'll be recapping that show on here. Um, and you guys, okay, well, here we are. Um, the next interview today, uh, and this will be the last of the day, is my new Instagram friend who has a lot of style and loves all the shows that we love. Uh, her name is Sophia Jimenez. Uh, I'll put her Instagram, um, thing in the description. It's at sophisticated underscore style, but it's S O F I S T I C A T E D. And she works for a place called mixology and their Insta is at shop mixology. I'll put all this info in the thing, but if you want 10% off clothing, they have a whole online business as well. She was even telling me that they pick out clothing for, 
more people, just use the code SOFIA10, S-O-F-I-A-10. And that would be cool if some baddies got got some clothes at a discounted price. I, I dig that. That'd be cool. If anybody wants to offer baddies discounts, please let me know so I can let, you know, the audience know. That would be dope. Um, but anyways, I'm going to, like, try to, like, highlight just regular people that I just that love these shows. I think that's who I am. So it's great to meet more people like me. But anyway, so Sofia Jimenez, um, and we just kind of talk about uh, some style in the housewives. What's her favorite thing? It's like a slice of life interview. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I'll talk to you afterwards. Reach out, touch faith. You guys, um, my next guest, I'm actually really excited because I tell you all the time how much I'm in love with Instagram. Like it really is turning out to be one of my favorite family members that I've, I've, I've discovered in 2020. But you really get to discover so many people that have your same likes, same interests. And I have a guest with me today that that is somebody I met from Instagram. She has a really unique talent, though, and something that I don't have. I'm an old Navy style man myself, as you guys know. Uh, but you notice it, like this girl actually has like kind of impeccable style. Like I even notice I'm like, Oh, wow. That actually works. Oh, wow. She's really taking a risk with the uh, pink on the black that, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, wow, what is it like to actually have style? Um, but what was great was that we actually started talking and she has a store. And the reason why I want to put it in this today's episode is because you just heard Amanda Bertoncini from Princesses Long Island. And it turns out she works for a company, a, a clothing company that actually has a store in Long Island. So I said, you got to come on and talk because you like the same shows that we all like, but I just need to, I need to ask questions about style. I, you know what? You know, let, let's talk to her. Okay. Sophia Jimenez, welcome to the show. Sophia, how are you? Hi guys. I am doing amazing. Um, thank you so much for having me. I mean, thank you so much for your patience. Honor. I uh, honor. Give me a break. Sophia. <laughs> I talked to Sophia two weeks ago before I got really sick and she's been really, uh, patient and, uh, accommodating with me. So thank you for being patient. Uh, it is one of those funny things with Instagram though, is, you do actually get to meet all of these kind of like cool people. Like I said, I don't have any fashion sense myself, but you do. Where do you work first off? And like, when did you actually start to know you have style? Um, I feel like you're very, I mean, we could, could we see you on Real Housewives of New York one day? You are in New York, right? Um, yeah. So I recently just moved from New York to Chicago, oh, but okay. we will be moving back there eventually <laughs> one day. I grew up there. That's, what I know that's everything that I've ever loved is in that city and that state. I mean, I grew up on Long Island and from there I went to college in the city. So I've never, I had never left before. This is my first time ever living in a different state in a different city. Wow. And I'm, so glad, I'm glad, glad you chose to do it during a pandemic. That's going to be fun. That is kind of why we did it. It was just like perfect timing. Like my lease was up and New York is a disaster. Not like Chicago <laughs> isn't a disaster, but New York is literally falling apart at the seams. I have never seen a city that was like so high and mighty just crumble like that. And it's well, really sad. 
they say the come up is actually just as interesting as, you know, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how we all rise above this year, hopefully. But like in terms of like where, so where do you work? And also, I guess before that, what got you started? Like, cause I know you're a Bravo addict like we all are, right? Oh my God. Yeah. The first one that I ever saw was Beverly Hills. And I just fell in love with Kyle Richards, Lisa Vanderpump, Adrian, like, I was obsessed with Lisa Vanderpump's like home and just everything about it because who has I the best style? Like that. Who has the best style in Beverly Hills of all Ooh. your houses? Do you do you look up Dorit, to anybody's style? Dorit, Dorit. Dorit really? Which She's face? Which amazing. which face on Dorit do you like best? Which uh, which era of Dorit do you like the best? Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> her Facetune advisory thing. Yeah, that is, I, I love that. By the way, but no, I mean. Yeah, she, I mean, so she is considered good style. I think she has a stylist, though, right? I don't, I, I mean, that's what stylist. I'm saying. I, so, wait, so then I guess the next thing is, like, are you a stylist? What do you do? What's the company you work for? Yeah, so let me get a little bit into that. So, literally, I was graduating from high school. I was like, you know what? I need, like, another, I need a job. I need just like money to buy clothes. That's what, that was my passion for my entire life. I used to go into my mom's closet, steal her clothes, dress up. You know, that was just like my thing. And everybody knew me in a high school. High school, I won best dress. Like everybody just knew me as like the fashion girl, you know? You were you were, you were best dressed in high school? Mm-hmm. And what, what, what was, was what was like a normal high school outfit? I mean, like teenagers, like what was style? I mean, cause you seem really young right now. So what is it just like a couple of years ago? Like what is I'm 24. So it was like five years ago, six years oh, ago. Oh my God. Give five, six years ago. You're <laughs> young. You're, oh my God. But like, what is like, so you always had style from a very young age, basically. Yeah. I mean, I kind of took like inspiration from my grandmother and my mother. Cause my mom is from Spain she oh like hilaria Bal- had- like hilaria baldwin <laughs> no my mom's actually from Spain. oh okay, no, okay, okay not okay. pretending <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean i always took inspiration from her in spain everybody dresses so well like my grandmother used to get dressed like head to toe in like a halston outfit and even with like the garter like uh, it's crazy. Um, just to walk the dog, it didn't even matter. Just to go get I love groceries. That. Yeah, yeah. It's that's what she grew up in that era, and it just continued on. And so I kind of learned from my grandma and my mom, and then I used to, you know, rummage through my grandma's closet too. And my grandma gives me everything. She's like, I don't need it anymore. You take it, <laughs> you know. So I kind of learned from them, and then also just like watching TV. I got inspiration from them. And even from the housewives, I got inspiration, you know, like I have been watching housewives for a very, very long time, like an insane amount of time. So you say you watch Beverly Hills. I'm assuming you watch New York. Do you dip into like Vanderpump rules or anything like that? I watch, I watch every single Bravo show. So, you know, just like, so we like, you know, never to hook up with Jax Taylor, right? Oh my, ew, are you kidding? Exactly. Okay, I just wanted to, I wanted to give you some softball questions. You, you, can, you can agree that Lisa Rinna is a bad dancer. Yeah, I mean, the, the, <laughs> the faking of the dancing. On, it's, it's too much. I mean, I, yeah, no. Oh my God. Um, do you but think, no, I mean, are you watching Salt Lake I, City? Yes. 
Okay, and those so, women have impeccable style. Wait, I'm so is, okay, shocked wait, wait. by it. This is a style question that I need to know. Mary Cosby keeps saying she has amazing style and amazing because she has the the she has a clothing room that's her bedroom. She has like really expensive taste. She says, "Does Mary Cosby have style?" Because it seems to me that she, it, just from a layman's eyes, it looks like she's just putting on as many clothes at once that don't match and then going outside. I think that she thinks that she has style because she buys designer and that's all that she wears. But just because you have the money to buy designer does not mean that you dress well. Because my argument is also like Kyle Richards. I love Kyle Richards. She's one of my favorite housewives. So I don't want to like shit on her, but (laughs) she does not have good style. Really? What, what, but, see, I don't so know. Why money. not? Why? Why? What? What? Like how? What about her? Is there like, oh, I don't like that style. What makes it like that? That's the, what I'm trying to understand. The caftans that she wears, <laughs> like they just are not flattering <laughs> on her body whatsoever. Yeah. Like she has like a beautiful body and she's short like me. Like I'm only five three. I don't know how tall she is, but she is petite. Yeah. And I don't wear long dresses like that because it doesn't flatter my body type. Yeah. Okay. That may that actually make sense. So you're saying you would not, uh, you would not buy one of her Kyle, um, Ky- is it Kyle by Aline, uh, caftans? What is it? Oh, I don't know. But Kyle... you wouldn't buy, remember, remember that was like the first episode of last season when she did the fashion yeah, week. The fashion like, week. Yeah. We were all so happy that day, you know? Um, Okay, so Captain's not good. Dorit style, you think she has a stylist, but uh, is there anybody on New York that you, and by the way, so like, okay, New York, married to the mob, Leah McSweeney's company. I had never heard about that before this year because why would I have? Is that an actual streetwear company that you knew about? Oh, yeah. I mean, I had never bought anything because I like to like dress, dress up. She's more like street style, like the sweatshirt with the matching sweatpants you know like type of look like the casual look I like really really like to dress it up and of course I have like my days where I do the casual looks but I mean I really wanted to get that bucket hat that she sells that really the bucket intrigued you the bucket hat intrigued you okay that's interesting she Um, she has cute style like she puts together her outfits and she dresses to she is who she is you know what I mean like she's not dressing to try and be somebody that she's not like she's like oh I like this and I like this and it looks good I'm gonna wear it you know what are I guess or I don't know I style obviously changes every year but what Mm -hmm. are some like basic is there basic no-nos? Is there basic don'ts? Are there basic do's? Like how, and I guess like, I know this is so silly as a, a straight dude asking these questions, but is there, <laughs> is there things like I can tell my sister just to upset her? Like don't wear, like what are like the overall, are there overall rules that like, no matter what decade we're in, always ring true? I mean, the low rise jeans, I don't think those should ever come <laughs> wait, back. Wait, wait, by the way, Princesses Long Island, who you're on the same episode with, they wore a lot of low rise jeans in 2013, I believe. And it's so weird because the areas that they grew up in, like there's the North Shore of Long Island and then there's the South Shore of Long Island. And they grew up in the North Shore and in like very wealthy towns, like very, very wealthy like Mutton Town and uh, wait, there's a town called Mutton Town. Yeah. Like mutton, like mutton shops. Mutton Town, yeah. 
M U T T T O N. That's just a wild name. Okay, so North Shore. So they grew up in a very wealthy part of Long Island, which is why they call they, it Princesses Long Island. I imagine. I mean, there's also like the connotation, like um, a Jap, a Jewish American princess, which is like a lot of them. You know, like a lot of people say that like Jewish American princesses are like bred from those types of towns. They're like Jappy. You know, they. I don't even know how to describe it because I'm yeah. not Jewish. But all of my friends, I literally am friends like with only Jewish people. And but you grew up in Long Island, right? Yeah, but I grew up in Cold Spring Harbor. It's a small town. Um, North Shore. It's like very preppy. Like, it, uh, let me put it in. Was it close to terms. Lindsay Lohan's family at all? Um, I'm really good friends with her cousin. Yes, she <laughs> went to my she went to my uh, elementary school. Okay, okay, <laughs> like so really it's funny. Okay, and then she left um, to film the Parent Trap. But, oh, and, but, and we know all what happened after that. Um, okay, oh, so yeah. low rise jeans, no, no, hopefully they'll mm-hmm. never come back. Is there any other fashion no's or anything that you've learned in your years in working in fashion? Because so the company you work for is called, uh, what's it called? Mixology Clothing Company. Mixology Clothing Company. And you said they have like five locations. One is in uh, Long Island, we correct? Have, yeah, no, we have just like five locations on Long Island itself. We have two in New Jersey as well. We have two in Westchester, one in the city. And um, we want to open another one downtown because our one in New York City right now is on the Upper East Side. So Ramona has come in. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, who dealt? Do you know the person that dealt with Ramona? Um, I was there when she came in. We we don't deal with her really because... (laughs) Who does deal with Ramona? (laughs) Well, we kind of just like let, you know, we kind of say hi. We're like, hi, how are you doing? And then we kind of- I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm I'm trying to shop. I'm trying to shop. Oh, Coco, Coco. Her (laughs) and and Avery's been in before with Coco. I mean, I tried, this is what it was. I tried to say hi to Coco, but like also kind of get Avery to like notice me in a way. And she flat out ignored me. I literally was like, what's your dog's name? She <laughs> stared at me and didn't even respond. So oh my I God. Was like, right, I, Avery, I, I have a feeling like Avery would just call me trash if I ever tried to talk. She'd be like, what's up, trash man? Like I have, like Avery, Avery scares me just like Ramona scares me in a way, you know? Really? Yeah, I don't know. Ramona scares me just because you just don't know. Like, I feel like she's so, such a wild card. I wouldn't know if she would like me or dislike me. And you would know pretty quickly if she liked you or disliked you, you know? I don't, I don't think that she'd like me because (laughs) I'm a little, I'm a little like hot and cold, like Bethany. And especially like, if she said something to me that was like, just rude, I would be like, why? Like, why are you an asshole? Like, why? Just why? Why are you horrible? I don't know. I would just, you said you've been watching yeah. Housewives for a while. So I'm assuming that was w- when you were in high school because you I know, was a young girl. Mm-hmm. See, that's what, like, so I watch, I mean, because I'm older, is that like I watch these things like after college. So I wonder what that's like to watch these shows actually growing up and how that affects a young mind, you know? Like, does that, like, what do you take from that at a young age? Does it actually, I guess, are there lessons you can learn from the Housewives or does it completely ruin you, you know? Um, I think it definitely like kind of shaped me into like the person that I am just because I was like, wow, these are like strong women. And especially Bethany, because I love her story. Like she started out as this, 
you know, 30 year old woman. She could barely pay rent. She was yeah. making no money as a natural food chef. She, she was made fun know, of on the, make... as the poor one, you know? Yes. No, she always referenced herself. She's like, why am I always paying for things? And I'm the poor one. And I totally, you know, felt for her because that was, that, that must have sucked to be around all these wealthy women like the countess and Ramona who's married and you know they have they have money and all these and Kelly Benson was married to Jill Benson I mean <laughs> after that divorce I'm sure she was set up for life like you know what I'm saying like it's Sonia Sonia was a Morgan like that's crazy like I just I do and I love Bethany just because of that story that she's a rags to riches story and she's a hundred percent sent me uh, self-made uh, I completely agree with you in that sense with Bethany. And it also goes to show you kind of like mo money, mo problems is that she's exactly where she wants. She always wanted to be. And you see that it's not perfect. You see, she uses a lot of her power to actually give back and to do charity. And I think it's really amazing what she is able to achieve in that sense. But you see all the, the issues that she still deals with. She hasn't found like the next love of her life. I mean, she might be back with her ex right now, but it is interesting to, to watch that. And I think it's, she has a really unique story and that's why she's like OG housewife because she really did from point a get to where she wanted to go. Like Sonia Morgan couldn't ever make the toaster oven. She said she was going to put out and Bethany did exactly what she did with her brand. Have you ever seen Kelly Ben Simone uh, run around with her uh, navel hanging out in New York? No, I lived nowhere near where Kelly was. Oh, okay. running. I was like, I lived, like a Bigfoot sighting, you know, it's, it's, I uh, lived weird. in the East village, which is where like all the like young kids Isn't that, that the cool like, place? barely making any money live. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, just because it's like affordable, but it's also cool, hip and near like the fun bars. Okay. So low rise, you can learn things from housewives, no low rise, learn things from housewives. <laughs> I know you're, I think you're engaged or you're married, right? or no no just uh, okay just me and my boyfriend boyfriend. we've been dating for almost a year do you dress Mm -hmm. your boyfriend i am really not good at men's fashion i gotta be honest with you i don't have an eye for that so you don't know when a guy but but i'm saying like i I, like that's what i'm saying like a lot of girls will be like i hate the way that guy's guy guy dresses you're you're fine with that (laughs) you you can say i could do that I could do that, but I don't think that I could pick out like a super crazy, like snazzy outfit, you know, unless it was like a tuxedo, which is so easy. You just do like the white underneath with the bow tie. How often are we wearing tuxedos in this day and age? You know, I know. I mean, I wish people wore them. Is there good, do you guys recommend at your place? It's mixology, right? You guys recommend, like, what is, and I know this might be beaten to death, but like, what is quarantine fashion? Is there such thing as quarantine fashion? A hundred percent. So during quarantine, like the height of quarantine was, you know, the matching sweat sets, the tie-dye. <laughs> did you participate in the tie-dye? I did. Set? I did. I do have a tie-dye sweatshirt from Live and Let uh, Die, I think is, is the company name. And I love it. I felt very cool. Yeah. No, it was amazing. I mean, I made my own. I felt like a housewife. I made my own. <laughs> I made like Susie. I felt like Susie Homemaker. <laughs> I like went to Target. I bought the kit. I mixed all of them together and I just went outside on the grass and I did them. So like Now I feel really guilty that I didn't make my own tie dye. So like, okay. So oh, you should. I bought them too. Tie dye. What else is uh, quarantine fashion? Like just comfy, cozy things like the fuzzy socks, slippers, robes, um, blankets. Like we sell all this stuff. Like during 
the quarantine during the pandemic. I mean, we're still in it, but you know, a lot of yeah. things are more open now. We were but selling yeah, it, robes and blankets and people were buying like we are like we're a small business. We are family owned by one family, a brother and a sister run it and they're like power duo. They're amazing yeah. and they're literally like my family. I've known it's them just, since I was 18 just, years old. It's just old. women's clothing, right? Yeah. Okay. For um, now, we're trying to do like amends. Yeah, we're yeah. To. yeah. I like that what you said about like you know, everybody was wearing fuzzy socks and all this stuff. Like there was a moment where I was like, is there a way to tattoo my blanket on my skin? Like I just wanted to be in, in as much softness as possible. As we start to come out of quarantine, I guess what will be interesting to see is how we have combined uh, that kind of casual wear into actual everyday life again, because I'm like, I haven't really worn real pants in like six months. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. don't, I used to wear pants every day and now I'm like, how many different forms of basketball shorts can I wear? You know? No, it's hard. I mean, I struggle with the same thing, you know, and especially cause I work from home now. So I don't need to get dressed to go somewhere to go to an office and be professional and whatnot. So it is hard. I mean, I, I definitely struggle with it too. So I guess coming out of things. So like what you had mentioned this idea, and I thought that was really one of the interesting things is that you're going to have, I think a newsletter of some sort. Is that right? Yeah. So I kind of want to do like a Bravo themed email where like we pick clothing that we have and kind of like, market it towards like certain bravo shows you know what i mean like we had like yeah. some type of shirt with like anchors and chains on it so i was like oh perfect for below deck like things like that <laughs> and like the most like insane outfits that we have clothing sweaters pants salt lake city like let's gear that more towards the women that watch salt lake city i think we're gonna do more like on social media now and like i've been doing um recently like a instagram takeover with shop mixology's instagram and just kind of like watching premieres with our instagram audience and oh wow so like you'll actually okay so you'll actually do like an instagram live when a show premieres or something like that and kind of do a a watch together so where do we so your your instagram is sophisticated style right sophisticated Mm -hmm. underscore style is that it or yeah i'm sophisticated underscore style and spelt with an s-o-f and you guys i'm going to put that in the i'm going to put that in the notes as well but uh where do we follow your your clothing cup where's mixology where's that Instagram? so um just follow us at uh, at shop mixology and yeah and our link to our website there and everything yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing I, I thought was interesting is that when you were talking about actually relating things to the housewives or something like that. And I do think it's an interesting conversation, which I would love for you to potentially come on after you uh, after I give you this homework assignment, is that I would really <laughs> love if you'd like go like cast by cast in terms of like what each personal style is like and what the difference oh, between New York style as opposed to oh, like a, a poor uh, as a, like Beverly Hills style like what yeah. is the difference between coasts and like what does that mean in terms of style and then are there people that are on these shows that are just lost causes like Giselle on Potomac I don't know if you watch yes. Potomac but I mean she's a disaster she's gone. Right? no she she needs help she needs <laughs> she needs like a style intervention with like me i don't even know who we could call in like dorit maybe can everybody be saved can everybody be saved with style if they listen to somebody um (laughs) 
I mean, my my best friend from high school literally <laughs> hated shopping when her and I first became friends. Like, first like friendship thing that we ever did was we I took her to the mall, and she hated shopping. And now she's has really really good style, and she, it, she just gets it. I think like if you follow the trends and you follow like those certain types of influencers and you, you know, actually open up a Vogue or a magazine, then it is. Yeah, I, I mean, it is one of those hope. things I did notice. I mean, I, this is not going to affect me anything because I can't wear, you know, women's clothing yet. I mean, maybe someday, yeah. but like I was on your account and uh, <sighs> trying to pull that up right now is it was in like you just your most recent thing. You have a pink, uh, is it like a pink like sweater vest? Is that what this is with the leather with yeah, the black it's leather a pink pants? Sweater vest. Yeah, okay, so, so and you have pointy, you have pointy like what is that epaulets or something? What is the? So I have like puffed. I have a puff sleeve um, cardigan on underneath. It's like buttoned all the way, and then I'm wearing the neon hot pink sweater vest with the chain necklaces. And then my leather pants, and I'm just wearing boots. I wish that I was wearing a different pair of boots, but, but see, now that we're in Florida, I can't bring everything with me. This worked like this, but this outfit completely works. At the same time, I would never, I mean, I guys, I realize most of you guys are ladies laughing at me right now, but I'm just saying, like, how do you <laughs> even know to put these things together? And if, if, like, does your website, like, shop mixology, do they help you piece things together like this? Um, so I've kind of just like had like a natural, like, just like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I would just like throw things together and just like, see if they work. Like, I'm like, why not? Let's just try, you know, like, what's the harm in trying type of thing. And if it works, I'd be like, okay, it works. But I used to do it on Mixology. I mean, when I first started out there in 2015, I was just a stylist. Like I was just helping, you know, people that came in to get dressed. And I've stayed with them since because I'm still with them now in 2021. But you know, I, I that's like what do I did. Watch I Southern? Like, you know, do you watch Southern Charm? Um, yes, yeah, but I yeah. hate it now. Yeah, it's 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 uh, wild. But I was just thinking about Catherine, how she used to work at that uh, store. She was doing their social and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, maybe that's kind of a little bit uh, of a similar uh, thing that you do in a way. Um, a little bit. A little bit. So, uh, what are the attributes you would you say to a Long Island, uh, a Long Island lady or a girl? Oh, what is Long Island known for? Um, Billy Joel. <laughs> I love Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. I, I love him too. I love but him but too. if you live in Long Island, you have to love Billy Joel, right? Like, is that like just yeah? Yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. his first album is named Cold Spring Harbor. By the way, it was a beautiful song, Cold Spring Harbor. Yes. Yes. That's first album ever um you gotta love billy joel um obviously you gotta like you know either like the yankees or the whatever their name is the mets Mets? not a big sports people i'm not a big sports i'm like uh, i have no idea where you're going with this yeah (laughs) but i'm but i mean you know it depends like where you live on long island because where i grew up it's very much like vineyard vines ralph Lauren, preppy preppiness it's like literally lily pulitzer threw up (laughs) <laughs> on my town and like painted it pink and green like it's just insane but then there's like other parts like out east where it's like farm farm life so yeah. it's farmers and that's where I used to go like pick my pumpkins you know and then like when you go all the way out to the Hamptons the Montauk it's like beachy 
you know? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it has everything. But then, like, yeah. I was just watching Princesses Long Island, and they seem like they had this, I mean, the whole concept of this show, you guys, which I really want you to go watch as well, is that they're all ladies nearing their 30s, living, a lot of them living with their parents still. And mm -hmm. they're, you know, they don't, but also they, at the same time, they don't take any kind of bullshit. They're, like, really kind of, not like rough around the edges, but like there, there, there seems to be uh, innate toughness about Long Island girls. Is that true or no? hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess you couldn't say, nah, <laughs> we're, we're wussies. Yeah. But it's not like, but like those girls didn't grow up, you know, I don't even like those girls didn't grow up the way like Bethany grew up, you know, like no, they not grew at up all. privileged, so privileged. So well, that's the thing that's frustrating about uh, the Princess of Long Island is that I thought it was so awesome just because it 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 let us uh, peer into like a different kind of lifestyle. Like you can recognize like, OK, like I that looks familiar to me and that that type of character is familiar to me. But I thought it was so great and it was so frustrating that it only got one season because I was like, mm -hmm. this is so much to explore here. Like this type of person, this type of daddy's girl or rich girl that's still living with their family. That's also tough at the same time, like still hold under that kind of thing of like, I need a man to actually be successful. It's just a really interesting thing. So I was very frustrating that it didn't get picked up because I just think it's so rich with uh, plot lines. Um, what are, I guess, do you have, uh, as we start winding down, like favorite housewife moments uh, in, in like, for me, I always use the easy example of like Aviva throwing her prosthetic leg in Real Housewives of New York. I think it's just an iconic image. Is there things that you, that you're just like, ah, oh, that just, that makes me feel great every time I think about it. Yes. The, it's about Tom. The, it's yes. about Tom scene. Cause I was just in Miami like a week or two ago and I passed the hotel that they stayed at. And I mean, instantly. Did you cry? Were there tears? Into my, Oh my God. I was screaming. I was like, it's about Tom. It's Tom. <laughs> I texted my friend. This is the anniversary of her arrest. What and her marriage was like, it's all like she got, she got married right on like December 31st. And then I think she mm -hmm. also then got arrested the next year on December 24th or 25th. I think it was, it was the day after Christmas. Yeah. So it was a great, like, it's so funny. Like I always come to my parents, which I'll never do again after they got me sick. But, um, they, uh, I remember being in the same bed, waking up to the Luann news of her being arrested. And it was one of those things of like, wow, what a, what a gift given to all of us, even though it's horrific, it really is iconic. Oh, I know. And like, I'll never forget, um, the, Tamara yelling at Vicky at the reunion, like, it's my opinion, like that. <laughs> do you, do the... you remember when Tamara, Tamara was like, you'll never see me again. And like, they were yeah, in like, like uh, bye, you'll never see me again. And they were in like, like Thailand or somewhere. Like yeah. That. And it was like, you'll never see me again. Like, I love that <sighs> meme of her just like running down the like. Running away. Yes. It's like, I think that is like, see, that's what I love is that as we get, um, I was talking about Real Housewives of Atlanta with my friend today and I was just saying like, we're in such a different time that it's like, you know, those, those housewives of old, you know, those were really things that Tamara and Vicky were really fighting about, but now it seems so silly after the year we've been in with the pandemic and, you know, social justice and like the political atmosphere, which is just insane. It is funny to go back and like, I can't believe any of these ladies thought anything was this serious because now we're in like a whole different ball game. 
I hope I that we can actually go back to that kind of silliness. And I think there's elements of Salt Lake City that actually have some of that still, but it's really interesting. Do you notice any changes in reality shows over the years? Yeah. I mean, I think that the housewives have gained so much popularity that now when they cast for new women and new seasons, all these women know about the housewives. They've been watching. They know how they need to act. And when they bring in new cast members, like for Southern Charm, for example, and OC, like the reasons why I feel like they're not doing as well is because of the fact that like, they're not authentic friends anymore. Like yes, they're yes. bringing in random people like, with like even Leah, like I know that you love her to death and <laughs> I really like Leah. I really like her too. But she wasn't friends with Tinsley. Bethany brought her on and Bethany didn't even know her. Yeah, but, like, but you guys didn't know that. She Bethany mentioned that on Watch What Happens Live is that she handed over a list of names and Leah was on that because she had heard of Leah, but she didn't know her personally. So like, how can you like, you know, try and give this list off of people that you don't know that would be like perfect for the show if you don't know them? I don't know. And it's so weird because Leah is wasn't friends with Sonia for 20 plus years, like Ramona and her were. And Dorinda, I mean, when they brought Dorinda on, it was an authentic, real friendship that she had with Very Ramona much so, yeah. and Luann. Well, and that's why like Elise almost, I would have almost been interested in seeing a second season out of Elise in New York because she actually did have those real relationships and she was completely bullied by Ramona. So I would have loved to have seen <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that, like her really finding a way to like make Ramona listen and stand her ground. But those shows, these shows all, and I, and I know they know this, but sometimes I think they get lazy is that they work best when you actually go out and find an existing friend group. These shows, like, I think we got lucky with Leah in a way because she was so game to play ball, but at the end of the day, they don't have that history. And then sometimes it can work. But like in OC, I feel like now we're in just like people that just, it's just like a bunch of strangers that would never hang out with each other and do not even like each other. So they're forced to be around each other. And that kind of vibe is entertaining, but it's not what I think of as like classic housewives. Exactly. And I like with the new girl that they brought on to OC, she's supposed to be really good friends with Bronwyn, right? But then like, why is Bronwyn digging into this girl's past if you guys are supposed to be friends, like, shouldn't you know all this stuff, you know? Well, no, I, know. I wait, wait, so it wasn't, no, but I think Elizabeth was Kelly's friend. And oh. I think Elizabeth was Kelly from the, like, cause Kelly used to hang out at her little beach pad, which kind of actually more fits because Kelly and Elizabeth seem like kind of the same level of crazy to me. Um, because yeah. Elizabeth to me is like bat shit, but, but at the same time, Everybody I feel on like OC. I don't know enough about her. Everybody on OC to me is like batshit crazy. So it's like just and that okay. Who had like does anybody have style in OC? Like I are mean, you gonna this, say Shannon Bador? I actually no. No. <laughs> her reunion look, she looks like a marshmallow. Yeah, like, oh. like the poor girl didn't know to like nobody told her to fake tan her legs. And not even that, it's like again, dressing for your body type. That's not a flattering dress for somebody that's short and maybe a little bit chunky or whatever. So that's like you're saying with caftans. I don't want to body shame. No, 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 no. Exactly. I'm not body shaming. I'm just saying like everybody has a different body and some things don't fit certain bodies. Like a caftan does not look good on me. It it looks good on somebody like 
Brandy, who's tall, somebody like Kenya, who's tall and slim and just like, they're both models. They're both ex-models. It, you know, Cynthia no, won the other day. You remember when Tom Schwartz used to wear that muumuu all the time? Yeah. I have a Tom Schwartz muumuu that I used to bring to Coachella with me because I'm that guy, I guess. Well, because no. it really is, it, I'll send you a picture. It really is. I got to admit, it is comfortable when you've been drinking. It is actually kind of a nice, <laughs> I do have to let like you ladies, sometimes I'm jealous of the caftan look because it just seems very, it seems very easy, you know? I mean, it is, but I would literally look like I was wearing a potato sack. <laughs> Which by I the way, hopefully. Like a midget in a potato sack. Oh, that's perfect. That's a good, well, hopefully potato sacks never come back into play, but if they do, we can find them at Shop Mixology. So what I want you guys to do, if possible, is to where can I get them? Like, what, what do we need? Do we need to like uh, follow the Instagram? Do we need to sign up for a newsletter? Like, how can we help? Yeah, just follow us on Instagram. DM us with anything that you need. Um, we have clothing for everyone's size. We have extra small to large. Um, we get new things in every single week. We're always on trend. We carry like all the hottest trends that you see on the runway, but ours are at a cost effective price. Wait, <laughs> what, are, what, are, so what are the trends from the runway right now? Like what, what is like, is there any trends right now? Oh my God. Yes. What, what are the trends? Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I have no idea what the trends are. So I actually, <clears throat> uh, we did like a trend report the other day and they're like the matching sweats. Wait, what's a trend? What's a trend report? It's like when you take things that you see like on the runway and you kind of see what you have at your company oh, or your okay. clothing, you know, got and it, you it. kind of, I did like a looks for less, I guess I should say. Perfect. Okay. I did, that a, looks, makes I did a, yeah, I did a looks for less. I felt like Paige DeServo, um, doing <laughs> a look for less for my company, which by the way, I heard. Are you excited for Summer House? Yes. I yeah, it comes back in February. I love Summer House. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing Instagram takeover for that. Oh, nice. So. Okay, good. Okay, because, so actually, because so I that's love. something coming up in a couple of weeks then. Yeah, February fourth, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So okay, style report. So what was in the style report? So like those cardigans that come with like the matching tube top. You know, they're like the matching set cardigan tube top. Those are wait, really wait, wait. hot people right are, now. People are wearing tube tops over their cardigans. No, it's underneath. I'll okay. literally show you a picture so you can. So you can. I was like, like I really don't think that, that would work. No, no, it's like it's right underneath, and it looks so cute and chic. Those tennis skirts are really in right now. Yes, are are the chunky tennis shoes still in? This shirt. Yes, always. Wait, I don't even know if you can see. I can I'll see the jeans. I can see, yeah, I can see the blue jeans. So I know, so chunky, I, uh, I know the now. white chunky tennis shoes I saw a lot of girls in, in the last oh, couple Oh, yeah. Of oh, yeah. The white chunky tennis shoes with like the Nike mid-cap socks. And we okay. have mid-cap socks. We have like tie-dye ones, which of course are in trend right now on trend. Okay. Uh, okay. So endless, endless things. Okay, so guys, carry everything. I, I'm going to put the information on my show notes, uh, and I'll I'll probably read it again after uh, at the end of this, you guys. So 
go follow all those things. Please reach out if you if you heard her on here. Um, I am fascinated with style just because I have no style. And I think that's a really good place to start from. So maybe this is the year I will get some sort of style. It's very exciting. Stay tuned to find out. Uh, but also go support Sophia. Um, I really, Sophia Jimenez, awesome. She seems like she's into all of the same shows we are. So we always got to support those people first. Then we can take care of the rest of us. So Sophia, is there any else, uh, anything else that we need to know? I mean, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Just, you know, if you need anything, anybody can reach out to me anytime via Instagram. I'm always happy to style over the over Instagram because I know whoa, that people whoa. are a little bit nervous about going into stores now. So I'm always yeah. there to help. And that's your and sophisticated S O F I S T I C A T E T E. Sorry. S O F I S T I C A T E D underscore style, sophisticated yes. underscore style. So go follow yes. her there. But that's actually interesting. You can do that and actually be safe styling from like FaceTime or something. Yeah, 100%. And I know that some people don't feel comfortable going into the stores right now. I actually had a customer the other day tell me that she didn't feel comfortable going in. So I set her up with one of our stylists at her local store. They did a FaceTime style and then she just picked it up curbside. Oh, that actually, that actually is extremely safe. Like I, I like that. Oh yeah. It works. It works too. I mean, we're, since we're a small business, I was, you know, a little nervous with the pandemic, but our customers have been so amazing and we really, we really like, you know, come out of this like stronger as a company as well. What's the overall goal for you? Like what's, what's next? Like, what is your goal? Like, I mean, is, is, is clothing, is fashion always a part of that? Is there, do you have long-term goals like that are not fat? Like what, what's, what's next for you? Um, For me, I mean, it's just to continue in the fashion industry. I am obviously, you know, an influencer. I put air quotes because, you know, I post <laughs> whenever I feel like posting, like I used to be way more into it when I was younger, but as I get older, like I just have my boyfriend to take pictures and I don't want to, I don't keep, like keep bothering him. <laughs> wait, yeah, so what like, he, wait, what does he think of all of this? Is he like, come on. Oh my, he loves this. I mean, he loves <laughs> it and he, and he doesn't mind taking the pictures or anything, but there are some days where I just do not. I'm like, no, I look horrible and I don't want to get dressed and I don't want makeup on. <laughs> I mean, that's really but, kind but, of the big use of a boyfriend is to take photos for you, right? Yeah, the Instagram boyfriend. <laughs> Okay, good, good. So we know that. So, uh, Sophia, I mean, you, the, thank you so much for doing this. I know this is a little different, you guys, but I thought it would be really interesting uh, as we move into different things in 2021. Uh, I'm going to be moving into more things that I completely don't understand. And I think fashion is at the top of that list. So Shop Mixology, if you're a woman, I think is a great place to start. So mm-hmm. go follow all of those things. I'll put it in the show notes and hopefully maybe you'll even come back for Summer House at some point because I would love to I get- got 24 year olds perspective on the madness that goes on in that house oh my god I know I mean (laughs) I can't even I mean like I my one of my good friends from college actually like ended up going to a summer house party she was in one of the episodes um and that's the dream introduce her it was cute it was cute but um, Paige DeSorbo is considered very style very stylistic right she's she's good I think that she is, but I hope that she doesn't get like where she thinks that she's like bigger than the show. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Because that's when it really like ruins it. Yeah, nobody everyone. should ever believe their own press. Nobody should ever gas themselves up to a point where they're not, you know, normal anymore. No. But I, I really do like her and I think that she's funny and she's cool and she's she is great and I love her style, but I really hope that she doesn't make the mistake of hooking up with Carl again. Like oh, come on. I, but come on, I think that would be such good TV. Are you kidding me? It would be. It would be, but like what are you like back I in that pantry can't... again? Remember when he pulled her into that pantry and he tried to hide from the kiss. cameras? I know. It's like you're wearing a microphone, you idiot. We all can hear you. <laughs> like yeah. it's like in the office when Michael like turns the microphone like all the way on when him and like Holly. Have you ever seen the office? Are you kidding me? I was in the I was, yeah. I was in two episodes of the office, yeah. Wait, what? I have yeah, I'm an actor. Yeah, but it, but it I wasn't. Know that you it, are. it was in the uh, the uh, the final season. My scenes were with Andy. Um, uh, okay, well, I need to rewatch went, um, right now. Yeah, so no, no, I I love The Office. I've seen every episode, but yeah, no, he's, so good. Michael Scott is. I mean, Michael Scott really is the dream character. That was like my dream. Like people always like, oh, what would be the character? Like I would have, nobody will be able to ever, ever do that again. But that type of character that is just like lives in awkwardness is so my jam, you know? <laughs> um, it's, well, so, it's amazing. But so yeah, yeah, I mean. I could talk to you forever. <laughs> I've already taken way too much of your time. So you guys do me a favor, go check that out. Like I said, I'll put all the information in there and hopefully we will talk to you very soon. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. So much fun. And yeah, I better be back for summer house. You got it. You got it. That was Sophia Jimenez. Uh, let me read you a little thing she sent me about her shop. Um, so check out Shop Mixology. They are a family-owned clothing company. They carry all the latest and hottest trends in women's fashion, and they get things in every day. They have five stores on Long Island. This, you guys, this was originally supposed to be out on the Princesses of Long Island episode, but I wanted to make sure you have the discount code. Uh, they're in Oceanside, Hewlett, Roslyn, which is coming soon, Woodbury, and West Hampton Beach. Uh, two in Westchester, uh, Ryan Scarsdale, and one in Manhattan on the Upper East Side, and two in New Jersey, Livingston and Kloster, and their website, www.shopmixology.com. Uh, go check it out. Use Sophia's discount code, Sophia10, uh, S-O-F-I-A, and like I said, I'll put it in the description as well, uh, but that's dope. Yeah, and I'll be able to put it in my Instagram stories, a swipe up as well. Hopefully, that will be good for you guys, and you can get something, and uh, yeah, wasn't that crazy about the Ramona story like that's my worst fear is having to wait on Ramona or just be around Ramona at all like I don't know I like do you guys ever wonder about that what your natural reaction would be around any of these people who you know what we should do we should do an episode where you guys send in or I talk to you guys send in a bunch of voice notes about experiences with Bravo liberties and I'll just piece them all together. I love that idea. Uh, anyways, you guys, this has been a great week. I'd like to thank all of my guests this week. Ariana Maddox, Ray Sonny, Amanda Bertoncini, uh, Sophia Jimenez, Bill and Becky Bailey. It has been a star-studded week. We've got a lot more stars to come. I think I'm going to blow your mind here in a couple weeks. And uh, thank you guys for allowing me to uh, really go for my dreams. That's as plain as I can put it. Thank you. So I will talk to you on Monday. We already remember Monday is going to be a pop culture breakdown. I'm going to have my friend Laguna Biatch, Kelly Williams on to help break down all the stuff that we, uh, we missed over that you guys, uh, missed over the weekend or we missed over the weekend. I'll catch you all up on that on Monday. So hopefully something good like, uh, Madison and Jay Cutler happens. Oh my God. Did you wait real quick? Did you hear that crap that, um, 
who's the baseball player that uh, Alex Rodriguez that's engaged to J-Lo supposedly in tomorrow night's Southern Charm reunion, Craig says you flew to see a baseball player and they think it's Alex Rodriguez because Alex, somebody found, I, f- I forgot what uh, Instagram account, maybe it was Bravo Superfans, or, it found that Alex Rodriguez liked one of her posts, like four or five posts. Like, how does Alex Rodriguez just randomly like somebody's post? What if Madison's like getting around like Jay Cutler, Alex Rodriguez? I mean, girl, get yours. But like, wouldn't that be wild if Jennifer Lopez all of a sudden comes for Madison LaCroix? Like, you don't want to fuck with J-Lo, right? She's Jenny from the block. She'll cut you. Uh, I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Betches.